Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. This is a mini episode. Welcome. Welcome. Immerse yourself in it. It's short. It's sweet. It's, it's to the point you, you don't expect it to be about. That's Marco Timpano and right there. And that's Ali Hassan. Ali Hassan. That's my on. youth right there in Quebec. That's what I was always called. <laughs> really? By French people. The H is always oh. misplaced. You know? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, good. Take me back to my youth. Thank you, Marco. <laughs> we are going to talk about, uh, this is a podcast called Eat and Drink. I'm sure you're well aware of that. We, uh, we're we going to talk about um well, we've been a traveling food metropolis a lot. Yeah, that's not really uh, known as a food metropolis. But Marco would like you to to think uh, differently about L- it. Listen, I've misplaced my H many times, and uh, lately it's been all over the all over the globe. I've had the fortunate um, the the fortunate fortune the fortunate fortune to uh, have to travel for work, and Terrific I've news. I've added some extra travel in there and been to places I didn't expect, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, one of the places I want to talk about is OKC, Oklahoma City. Terrific! You don't, you can't miss the H on that one, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I would. I, and you know what? I talked to you about this once, mm. where I was like, I don't know if I'd go. Would they accept someone of my ilk? Would I be? And I think you said people are so darn friendly. So just before you've even yeah. even, even eaten anything, you've already fallen in love with that city. I yeah, think. I mean, the people there are lovely. Wonderful, and they all said the same thing when we said, "Well, we've come to Oklahoma City because we've never been here and we want to come." They're like, "What? You? Oh, you came here because you didn't have to? Why? That was their. <laughs> okay. That was the the reaction that That's we kept a good getting. City, yeah. I like that city. Yeah, rather than a New York that's like, what do you? What do you mean you're not moving here? It's yeah. the best place on earth over here. Like it's always overselling. Yeah, they were very like lovely and and grateful that we were there, and they're like, "Oh, you're from Canada." They were like really impressed by that too. That's so. Great. Already they had my heart, right? And then they had fun little things to check out, uh, like the uh, American Banjo Museum. And okay. Yeah, so there was uh, fun things like that. The Flaming Lips have a street named after them just around the corner there. Is that where they're from? Yeah. Okay. And then there's like uh, the Brick – brick. I want to say the Brickworks, but it's not called that. The Brick the brick area. Oh, I'm the worst. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. And, and it's fun. And then there's, of course, the monument uh, or the uh, museum uh, that uh, they did – for the Oklahoma City bombing that took place. And yeah. it is just tremendous. It was a powerful, um, powerful museum and it was well done and the people there were were amazing as well. So like from top to bottom, it, it's a great place to visit. But if you go for nothing else and you just go for the food, you will not have gone to the wrong place. Okay, my so let's go through some of the pictures that you posted on uh, on the, uh, the, it's called pod, it's called, our Instagram page is podcast eat drink. And uh, and you'd posted a, a few things, so you got right to business. Yeah, breakfast yes. right away at a place called Kitchen Number Three Two Four. Yeah, so f- this uh, is a big gray building. This doesn't look like a kitchen. It's, it's yeah, it's it's a building. It's like an old building, 
And one base area when you walk in is just a kitchen place and it was wonderful. What I loved about it in particular was they made everything in-house from the donuts to the bread to everything was made in-house. The service was fantastic. The food was great. Everyone said, oh, you've got to go to Kitchen 324. And we went to Kitchen 324 and it was fantastic. Uh, The food, you know, just a nice clean breakfast, eggs well done, soft the way I like them, good coffee, boom. You uh, you know you slagged off the designs on a coffee before mm-hmm. at Kitchen Three Two Four. Somebody did put a design in your coffee, and I, I believe it's a child with measles. Is that yeah, what that yeah, is? yeah, or a Christmas tree? Cause, or a Christmas tree? Yeah, they tree. were trying oh, to be fed. They were they, trying to, okay. They had brought out some of their festive uh, things. I, I mean, was the coffee the best coffee I ever had? No. Was it the worst? No. Was it somewhere in between? Yes. But that said. They didn't, the the coffee didn't taste burnt. It didn't taste bitter. So already I was like fine with it. Yeah. Okay. Low bar. Low bar there. Look, listen. Coffee. No. Then you took some really close up pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really got into these, uh, I guess this is like a soft boiled egg over some delicious looking potatoes and eggs. And yeah. I see, I see one eighth of a croissant, I believe over there. You really close, close up on the pictures. Uh, but I got into it. Yeah, like it was. It. It looks like a I think it's breakfast. on a crab cake. This one here is on a crab cake. That was Amanda's, what she was having, my wife. And okay. the one that I had was on. It's a crab cake. Okay, no, that was mine. And it was on um, sausage. Sorry, that was on sausage. It was fantastic. And then Amanda had this omelet uh, thing with a croissant because she loves croissants. Mm-hmm. And she was over the moon with it with some, um, just with some greens. Simple, clean, classic, tasty, well done. The eggs were, for me, the eggs are so important that they are soft without being raw. Because sometimes when you say soft, I'm, my fear is always saying, I like my eggs soft or runny. They're like, oh, so you want it undercooked. It's like, no, no, I want my shit cooked, but I still want to be able to break it and have the egg kind of flow onto my plate. And I think there's a big difference um, between people who get it right and those who don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't there a term you like a soft, uh, a medium soft or something like that? Can't you get sort of in the uh, middle Medium there? soft, then you're borderlining hard, right? And some people's medium soft is not a true medium soft. So I say soft. I try to yeah. just say soft eggs. And hope for the best. And hope for the best. Okay. The worst is if you're having hard and I'm having soft, it's so hard for the, the kitchen to sort of be able to coordinate your my soft eggs with your hard ones yeah. that generally speaking the the soft ones end up getting harder or if they don't serve it fast enough from the kitchen to the table those eggs will continue to cook right so if my if the chef makes it and it's soft and the waiter doesn't bring it quick enough to the table that can also ruin my eggs now my waiter <laughs> I will say this she wasn't the best we had to we had to I had to flag down some people and I was starting to get a little bit pissed off but then she came at the end and made up for it and was chatty and stuff like that she kind of like she fixed it in the end yeah. but I was kind of like mm. and then I had the food and I was like oh, I don't give a shit if this waiter comes back this food is fantastic that's just a little insight folks on what it's like to live with Marco Timpano yeah. huh you can you can throw it away in an instant your friendship can be down the drain over nothing and then a little something can bring it all back. You can't call yourself Kitchen 324. Yes. Bit of a pretentious name. Sure. Right? Sure. And not Tablecloths, white napkins. The cutlery looked fantastic. Silverware. The silver yeah. was great. And the, the ambiance, the, even when I was greeted at the door, everything, great. I'm like, all right, here, we're at a level and then here. everything else has to match. And then everything has to match. And, if, and it wasn't busy because I'll look at the restaurant. I'm like, where's our waiter right now? Where's our server? And she was nowhere to be found. And I was like, ah, this doesn't gel, right? So I had to call two different servers. They came over. They helped me out. But it was like, mm, where's the person who's, whose section I'm in? I need to talk to that person. 
What a nightmare to be with you. So then <sighs> from there, you... <laughs> I'm joking. No, so no. We've talked about service. We have another mini episode about service yeah. that could have been three major episodes. Yeah. There's a crisis right now. That's There's a genuine yes. crisis happening. You ask any manager mm. or owner to find people who really care. Right? In this gig economy, I don't care if I quit mid-shift. I don't care if I don't come in for a shift. I don't care about any of that. I'll just get another job as meaningless to me as this one. Pride in work is is disappearing fast. I work in a restaurant right now. I'm yeah. working just – honestly, I did it as a favor for a friend and just for a little extra scratch on the side, right? Because I swore I would never go back. But it just – like Al Pacino just keeps bringing me back in. So I go in there, right? you were out. And I'm like, it's got to be stress-free for me. It's got to be easy, and it's only going to be two days max a week. It's just to help out a friend kind of thing. And I work with some of the people, and some of their superstars are the worst servers I've ever worked with in my life. And that's the superstars. God God forbid they hear this. Now, I work with some amazing people. (laughs) Yes. Some of the people I work with, I love. Like, the the people behind the bar, I, I fucking love these people. They're, like, easily half my age, and some of them are just, like, just just top-notch stellar people that I just really uh, care about. And I do work with some great waiters, but some of the stuff that they get away with, that I'm now getting away with, I never would have got away with when I started my serving career. Never. Right. Like being on the phone in the restaurant? No, sir. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine, my friend. Perfectly fine. Well, I mean, we live, you know, I listened to something about this today where we live in a world where it's more, it's become completely normal for somebody to be in a conversation with someone and just... 80% 80% kind of looking at their phone and sort of giving you, you know, a little bit of eye contact, but mostly down in their phone. And we're like, we accept that as normal. Yeah. So when we're in that culture, then, you know, what? I was just checking my phone. What's the big deal? Like they couldn't, you know, people can't imagine a world where you would keep them from their phone. Yeah. Ali, I hate taking photos of the food when I'm at restaurants, but I do it for our for our Instagram account. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. And thank you. I appreciate that. Part. I'm not saying it to be like, but but I'm doing it intentionally now, right? But yeah. I, I've always hated that and I hate it. And I'm setting up the shot. Like you're like, you're like, all these pictures are really extremely close up. Right? I'm trying to be a bit art- artistic with yeah. it. But it's one of the things I hate primarily because food should be eaten when it hits the plate. Sure. When it hits the table. Yup. Listen, how do you, what do you think about taking pictures at the table? Oh, I would rather just eat. Sure. I would rather just yeah. eat. I mean, I I find it... It's selfies for food. Yeah. You know, it's like... Selfies are faker. Selfies are like everyone puts on a smile. Sure. When they may not be in a great mood. Yep. So there's a phoniness about selfies. My daughter does this all the time. I'm like, you miserable 14-year-old prick. You are not that happy, but every picture that goes off, you're always like, ding! People are going to think you had the most wonderful childhood, and I'm okay with that, because yeah. I'm your father, but we know the truth. Right there now. you go. Um, but with food, it's like, uh, you know, it's not a smile or anything, but it's like, it's, it's, this, it's this showing off. It's this self-aggrandizing thing. It's like, this is what we ate. It's true, man. If not for the podcast, I'm not really into it. I don't enjoy it that much. Yeah. You know? and, I like making pictures of food that I've made because then I give a recipe. Right. Say, this is what I make. Please be inspired to make something like it or exactly it. It was delicious and, and, and everyone should be eating this way. You know, and that's different from pictures of a, of, at a restaurant because not everyone can eat that way. Not no. everyone can afford to be at these restaurants. Not everyone can make it to these restaurants. So it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I like Listen, it. it drives me crazy, but I do it for our podcast and there you go. It's my new thing. 
back to OKC. OKC, tell me about Ted's Cafe Escondido. So we wanted Mexican because I find in the and when you're in the states, especially in the southern southern parts of the United States, you're going to get great Mexican. And even in Chicago, yeah, like Mexicans I mean, are, yeah, I shouldn't say everywhere. Over. Like yeah. you're just going to get great, better Mexican in the U.S. I found than local. Especially for the inexpensive stuff, sure. where you're like just going for a casual Mexican meal. So we asked some people, and they said this Ted's place, right? So we hopped in an Uber, and we're like, we're going to Ted's, and they took us to a suburb. Like we, like we oh. thought it was like, okay, it's ten minutes away or whatever. They took us out, like we went across across the highway, and we're like, oh man, where are we going? Yeah, right? Are there more than limits. one? Yeah. And so we go to this place, and it's a lo- local. You know what chain. Escondido means? No, a hidden, it's right? It's a hideaway. Yeah, hidden, hideaway, exactly. right? Yeah. So was it, in fact, uh, it was hidden in the suburbs? It was hidden in the summers, yeah. But in it the wasn't suburbs. like in some back alley no, or something? No, no, at okay. least not the one that we went to. And the food was great, especially for a chain-type place. Now, yeah. it's more of a local chain. They've got like four or five restaurants. But it was so plentiful, so plentiful. It was insane. I see some chimichanga. Yeah, yeah. it was just, it was so much food and so inexpensive and just well done. And then we talked to some people that we met later on. They're like, oh, you went there. That's not the best place. They're like, it's not bad. But And I'm like, listen, as far as I'm concerned, it was pretty fantastic. And what is this that looks like a pancake with uh, syrup or honey drizzled on it? It was, I forget what they called it. Was it a dessert? Yeah, it was a dessert type thing. It was like dough with honey and cinnamon on it. I forget. I should have taken a photo of the menu because I can't (laughs) remember what it was. But we had it and it was outrageous. I also got a message from you from a place called Hatch Early Mood Food, which is the weirdest name for a place. Yeah, it it was a breakfast location. Yes, I had to because... It was insane. My friend, I have a video up there of a deep-fried, soft-boiled egg. Oh, that's from the same place? That's from the same place. It was insane. That was an appetizer. That was the appetizer, and it was... It was. It just made my day. Like that. That video and that still moment. runny inside, as per your uh, your desires. Yeah. If you look at the video, you'll actually see me breaking the egg. And when you see it, that's exactly how I want my eggs. So I should just show Good people this know. video. Yeah, like, just show. Like, <laughs> how obnoxious yeah. is that? Well, actually, no. That wasn't soft. That one did, didn't look soft in the video. But the the other one I had, the one I had previous, I guess, because it took so long for this one to. Oh no! There it is. It squirted out. Okay, because I was like, I remember it being very soft. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's great. And your face there, I mean, I don't. It's like you, you Benjamin buttoned a little bit. You look ten years younger in that, but maybe you just shaved. Just serve me good eggs. Serve me good breakfast. That's what happens. (laughs) That's what happens, my friend. So yeah, if you want a good breakfast, definitely OKC. Yeah. Then one one night we went to Automobile Alley, which is an area where they used to have. automobile uh, sales places, right? Okay. That they've kind of changed into a hip part of the city. And we went to a, a dessert place called Katie Bugs. And we went in there because the um, the actual place looked like a set from a movie. Like it's a house that they made into a little place where you can get homemade marshmallows and homemade desserts and yeah. hot chocolates that are flavored with stuff. And uh, and yeah, and it was it was phenomenal. And it, is it uh, two wives, two sisters? It's it was a Katie... mother and a daughter. Mother and daughter. Yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, uh, Katie and Melissa Morgan, yeah, we talked to them. So. They were so lovely. We also met some friends there, or we met some people who just started talking to us. And they were like, oh, you like food? Here, let me tell you everywhere. And they were the ones who told us to go to Hatch, uh, Davida and Doug. So a shout out to them because as soon as I told them we had this podcast, they're like, what? We're listening. We're going home and listening. And I said, oh, we're going to be doing an episode on my OKC travel. So. And you're showing me the business card and it says Ted's Cafe. 
Cafe on it too, right? That's what they uh, they told you to go to Ted's as well. Ted's Cafe is, is Ted's uh, is Escondido. No, that's that. I didn't want to forget that place, so I wrote it on the card. Okay. So, but I forgot I had taken a picture of it. They had told me there was better Mexican places, and we didn't go to one place because people had told us it's not great. I'm not going to mention it, yes. but a few people, and it's like one of the places that's really highlighted. And they're like, oh, I'm glad you didn't go there. It's, it hasn't been good for a couple of years. So it's like, okay, we we dodged that bullet. Got to trust the locals. Yeah. Nobody says that if it's not true. Like you, it's not a Yelp review where it's like they didn't serve me my yeah. ranch dressing on time. It's like if a place isn't as good as it used to be, and it, like three or four people tell you. You got to take that advice. Can't go against it. But you got to love going to these places that aren't, like you said, New York City and finding the cuisine that they do and that they do well and just going for it and just enjoying it and going to those places. And it's a shame that I met uh, Davida and Doug late into our trip because they had a bunch of different places. They were saying, oh, this guy was uh, number one chef in America last year. And he opened up. And it was like, oh, my God. I did like. And at that point, we were leaving the next day. And it was like, and they're like, you kind of have to book the restaurant a couple months in advance. And I was like, oh. But yeah, something to look forward to go back to is all I can say. Well, I know from this country, Mm -hmm. you know, in every sort of, you know, mid-sized city, you know, the Saskatoons and uh, people may argue that Edmonton is a major city. It's major, but it's not one of the biggest cities in Canada. Um, Or even in the East Coast, you know, a Halifax. or There are places that that, that people are taking a lot of pride in their food. That's the one thing they have, and they take it very, very seriously. And so why not? Why not OKC? Yeah. Why not OKC? Why not OKC? Uh That should be a slogan, right? You're going. Let's say you're going there for a basketball game. You're going to go watch a game. Uh, I don't know who's left on that team that's any decent anymore. But anyway, you go 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 see a game, and uh, and now you got a bunch of places to eat while you're there. There you go. Shout out to OKC. OKC. Well, thank you for listening to this mini episode on OKC. Hello, shout out to all the people I met there and everyone who made my uh, trip there amazing. That's Marco Timpano. That's Ali Hassan with LVH. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.